Hello, hello. I am so excited to bring you this episode. This episode was originally recorded inside my high-performance group coaching program, The Queen's Way, and it was so good. I could not... I could not not share it. This episode is brought to you by The Queen's Way. If you are looking to get to your next level of performance and connect with like-minded boss babe queens and achieve the massive growth that you desire, then The Queen's Way is for you. The Queen's Way follows a proven step-by-step system to get you to the next level. We get you into an intensive, fast-paced, four-month high-performance curriculum. Each week, you're going to go through a specific process so you can achieve a new level of mastery and personal growth in your business, life, and your relationships. Now, my private clients pay me thousands of dollars a month to work with me through this specific process where I combine a month of NLP, timeline therapy, and hypnosis to then set you up into that high-performance curriculum that is super rock star. So you get it for a fraction of the price. This is my signature crowned coaching methodology. And you also get $1,000 worth of my self-study courses to support you as you build your fempire when you sign up as a member of The Queen's Way. So the wait list is open. So if you want to get on the wait list for enrollment, go to crownyourself.com forward slash The Queen's Way and sign up for email updates. Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, my amazing fellow queens. It is I, Kimberly Spencer, your certified high performance coach, back and another year older. So, yes, this past weekend was amazing, and it was my birthday, and it was just the most glorious, awesome, fun weekend, and I was so warmed by just an outpouring of love and blessings, and I was, I I was, I literally, I I cried tears of, like, when I get so happy, I cry, like, I cried tears of happiness, and I wanted to go back to some basic of what it is that we are dealing with, with not only coaching, but just our lives in general, because every day, we are living with our mind. And we have our conscious mind that is conscious of everything that you're conscious of right now. So you weren't conscious of the way your shirt is feeling against your skin until I just mentioned it. You weren't conscious of that until you were conscious of that moment. So that's why I like to explain the conscious mind. It's everything that you're conscious of right now. And the conscious mind is taking in a lot of information and it's processing it into what it can contain, which is only 134 bits of information per second compared to the 11 million bits of information that it's being inundated with per second. So there's a lot going on in your mind. And I think I wanted to bring today back to basics because we need to know what we're dealing with here. Like sometimes our mind, we get these like, what out of nowhere, like a wave of emotion or a wave of just some memory comes up because something triggers it like that. And you're like, where did this tidal wave come from? I like, it hits you out of nowhere. And so I wanted to deal 
today with looking into what the prime directives are of the unconscious mind. And I'm just making sure that we're inside the group and that I can see your comments. So let me know who's here. Let me know in the comments if you're here, if you're here with my short hair. So I wanted you, I wanted to deal with the unconscious mind and becoming aware and, and teach you guys some of the basis of neurolinguistic programming, which is what I deal with a lot in my private coaching, but we also deal with it uh, here. And the unconscious mind is pretty freaking awesome. Like, I love it. And I love it because I've made friends with it. <laughs> but when you don't know what you're dealing with, it can be a bit of a cluster stoop. And I would much rather filter through all the layers and break it down into what the prime directives are of this unconscious mind that you're dealing with. Now, some people call it a subconscious mind. Some people call it an unconscious mind. Freud called it the subconscious mind. And I am a huge like linguistic nerd. And the prefix sub means underneath. It means underneath the conscious. I don't think that the conscious mind or the unconscious mind, that there is one that's better than the other or one that's worse than the other. Like your, your unconscious mind, it does a lot of shit. Like it does a lot. And it can it can mess with you if you allow it to, if if you aren't fr friends with it. So we're going to today get to know your friend, the unconscious mind, so that you can be friends with it, so that you can know what what it's doing, why it's doing what it's doing, and why it's causing you to have the results, the habits, the processes, the thinking patterns that you have. And this will allow you, the knowledge itself will allow you to get a little bit more freedom from the constraints of it. Because there are some things that can make us feel a little suffocated sometimes if we don't understand them. So the number one prime directive of the unconscious mind is it stores your memories. It stores all of your memories, all of your memories of your dreams, all of your memories of your memories, all of your memories. It stores them in one of two ways. So it's in, it stores them in either temporally. So it stores it in relation to time or atemporally where there's no actual relationship to time. The great thing about the unconscious mind is it makes associations and it learns quickly. So as we're going through today, you're going to start to be linking things together rather quickly and it's going to make a lot more sense. You're going to understand it so much more. So that's the power of the unconscious mind is that it makes associations and it learns quickly. There's a caveat and we'll get to that. It organizes all of your memories. So in my, if you've ever done private coaching with me, we normally do timeline therapy. If you've done one of my breakthrough packages or my elite package that goes through breakthrough into high performance coaching, we deal with those, the timeline and using a process called timeline therapy, where we unlock the gestalt of negative emotions. And what that, what I like to equate negative emotions and gestalts to is it's like the first time you ever experience that negative emotion, whether it's anger, sadness, fear, guilt, shame, whatever it is, that negative emotion is like the one, the first block of a Jenga set and you lay it down and it's there. And then you have another significant event that stimulates the same sort of feelings inside of you. And so then you add another block to that Jenga set. And that builds and it builds and it builds and it builds until if you've ever had one of those experiences, and I had this right before I went into uh, my neurolinguistic programming training, I was walking into the hotel and I, it was late, it was nighttime, and I tripped. And it was just one of those, like I tripped and I was carrying my bags and I was like, oh, like, mm. and I suddenly had this like surprise welling up of intense, intense negative emotion. And I was like, I remember catching myself I was like, wow, that was a rather 
large amount of negative emotions for something that was so tiny. Like I just tripped. I was wearing heels and just like I do. And I just, I just tripped and fell a little bit. Well, the amazing thing was once I had learned the process of timeline therapy and when you go through neurolinguistic programming training, you also practice and you are the both the uh, the client and the teacher, and you trade off roles. And I, as the client, I received the timeline therapy on anger and whew, crazy pants happened, like crazy pants. It was the biggest release I have ever had in my entire life of fine of like feeling the most immense amount of peace that I had ever felt. I literally, I walked outside and I was like, I don't, I, I it was so, it was so peaceful. I, I, I literally, I had no idea where this anger that I didn't even realize. Cause people see me, they're like, you're so sparkly and peppy and fun. Like they don't like equate me as being an angry person. And it wasn't like I was walking around angry all day, but I would have these little triggers like trips and things or somebody cuts me off in traffic and it would spur this immense amount of like welling up of anger and rage. And I was like, huh, that's, huh, wonder where that came from. Well, we discovered the root cause of where that came from. And through timeline therapy, we knocked that Jenga set for anger down. And I walked outside and there was like a horse standing there. And I was, it, it was, it was a crazy pants experience. Anyways, so at the break, we went to Trader Joe's and we picked up some groceries and I was with one of uh, my classmates and I was carrying my bags and I was, you know, doing the, I'm so strong. I am woman. I'm doing this in heels. I'm newly pregnant and I'm totally like, I got this. And like the bags were heavy. And my classmate was like, can I help you with that? I was like, no, I got this. I don't ask for help. I'm super strong. And I tripped in the same place. And you know what I felt? I could not find it. I could not find the anger. I, I just tripped. I had a sudden inclination of concern to make sure I was okay for my me, me and my little tiny baby, 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 Declan. And I suddenly was, I had no feeling of that initial anger that I had experienced the first time I had tripped. And it was the most immense amount of freedom and peace that I had felt. And I, I could not, I literally remember on being on the ground, on my hands and knees, like big old trip. And I didn't have that memory, that initial memory of anger. And that's the power of the unconscious mind, because when you eliminate the initial gestalt, you tear down that whole Jenga set. And so the next thing that made me angry, it wasn't like, a trip or a fall. It was something that actually, you know, made me angry. And I was like, oh, there's a negative emotion, but it wasn't the build. There wasn't the build. So your unconscious mind has a powerful, powerful ability to organize your, all your memories. And speaking of which, it represses all unresolved negative emotions. And it does this because it loves you. It does this because it doesn't want you walking around like a basket case. So it'll repress the negative emotions that are too painful, too traumatic to deal with. And when you're ready, it presents the repressed memories for resolution. So it wants to, it will either present them to make rational or to release negative emotions. Um, but it, it will present those repressed memories for resolution when you decide that you're ready to bring those to consciousness. And it may keep the repressed emotions repressed for your protection. Like I said, it's doing it because it loves you. It's doing it because it wants to keep you safe. Like our brain is hardwired to survive and not for us necessarily to thrive. And we have to train and feel safe and that we're okay to experience negative emotions and release them once they have had that memory. The power of the 
unconscious mind is that it does run the body. So you weren't like your body is doing 15 million amazing things right at this moment. It is absorbing all the particles in the air into your skin. Your heart is beating. Your lungs are breathing. You're not thinking. Could you imagine having to think about breathing every single second on top of the other like 25 things you have to do? So it runs the body. It has a blueprint of what the body is, and it has a blueprint of what perfect health, your higher self, your higher consciousness, the source, your connection to the universe, it has a blueprint of perfect health for what it can be. That is why one of the biggest books I recommend to anyone is to read Dr. John Sarno's Healing Back Pain. Because people, by getting the knowledge about what their unconscious mind is doing in regards to physical pain and how you can shift that, is incredibly powerful. And just by reading the book alone, my husband, who suffered for 20 years from back pain, like he blew out his disc like 15 15, 20 years ago, but he had back pain before then. Blue, his disc exploded and he had surgery, he had spinal surgery. And ever since then, he'd had massive, massive back pain. Like there were days when he was scared that he wasn't going to be able to like get out of bed or move. And it always made him feel old. And if you know him, if you've ever met him or if you've seen our pictures together, like he is a young, spry, and personally for me, hot, sexy, young man. That's just my opinion. But <laughs> he's young and spry and like this whole back pain thing, he was struggling with that. And when we found out that I was pregnant, he was like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to have to change diapers in the middle of the night. I'm going to have to do with this. I'm going to have to bend over to pick up a 20 pound baby. Like Declan is, is big. And one of our friends recommended he read this book. This book was also previously recommended by our coaches, our NLP coaches as well. And so I say, you know, if three people tell you to do the exact same thing, listen, the universe is trying to get your attention. So he had his third person come at him with, because I had also had an experience with a former client of mine who massive transformation after just reading the book uh, with her body. And so he read the book and literally he's barely had back pain in the past year. It's, it's transformative what you can do when you understand what your unconscious mind is doing in regards to presenting pain on a physical realm. It also preserves the body. So this is key because the negative emotions that we store that, or that can get stored inside us, they go against the prime directives of the unconscious mind. One of the prime directives is to preserve the body. And that's why timeline therapy is so powerful because we release all the negative emotions that have been built up. Beyond that, it's because your unconscious mind will repress unresolved negative emotions, it will, the, the, un, the, the unconscious mind is also trying to preserve the body even with those un negative emotions in there, even though that goes against one of the prime directives. So they're kind of combating each other. So that's why it's powerful to release those negative emotions when you feel them and when you experience them and to find out where the initial event is. Because the unconscious mind is the domain of the emotions. That is, it. that is where our emotions lie. It is also a highly moral being. I know there could be some controversy regarding, you know, the morality. Because you're like, what are you talking about? People do things that are unheard of, that seem like bad things to put actual morality, like societal morality standards on. But the thing is, is that it's not about, it's about their perceived morality versus the morality of 
of what is what society would perceive to be right or wrong. Like it's like a gang member, for example. You know, their the morality that they're taught growing up and that they've accepted to survive that's the morality that they practice. And so unconsciously it's reasoned that that's why they do what they do. So it's not necessarily about the morality of what's good or bad. It's the morality of what you were taught or what you observed or what you perceived as an accepted, that's the key, and accepted as a child. It can change. And that goes into your values levels, which is another deeper uh, neurolinguistic programming teaching that we'll get into. It enjoys serving you. So your unconscious mind, it wants to please you. It wants to make you happy. It wants it wants to serve you. It wants to, you to accomplish what you want. It wants to work in, in connection with your conscious goals and the things that you want to achieve in your life. Here's the thing. It needs clear orders to follow. This is the one that gets most people tripped up, especially in a society that has has taught us, trained us, reared us to focus on the negative. Not only that, but we, our brains are naturally hardwired with a negativity bias that is evolutionarily ingrained in us. So we have to train our brain to keep focusing on what specifically it is that we want on it because it needs clear orders to follow. For example, if your focus is I want to be free of debt. Like I want to feel financially free. I want to have profit. I want, I want to be free of debt. The problem is you're thinking about debt. You're thinking about the lack. You're thinking about poverty. You're not actually thinking about the financial prosperity. You're not thinking that you're unavailable for anything less than profit and prosperity. And like debt, not happen. You see, hear, feel, and know that you're decreasing that debt every single freaking day. So if, but if you're not giving your unconscious mind the focus that you want to move it into what it wants, it's going to get scattered and that's how you get mixed results. That's how you don't, that's how you get mixed results rather than consistent results. Your conscious mind is the goal setter. So you set goals on the conscious realm. You're like, I want to achieve X amount of money or bring in X amount of clients or have uh, X amount of whatever. But then you go around telling your unconscious mind, well, you know, the industry is so difficult or the people that I work with are so lazy and I, I always have to do all the work. And so you start getting mixed results as to what you actually want to achieve because you put all these parameters on these rules on the actual goal of what it is you want to achieve. So be specific, be clear as to what you want and give your unconscious mind the clear orders to follow. One of, uh, one of my clients is a real estate investor and she was struggling with finding uh, an investor for this property that she had. And she had this giant like 80 unit property in an emerging market. And she was struggling with finding this investor. And I, and she kept on focusing in our session. She was like, Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling finding an investor. I don't have an investor. And she kept on telling herself, I don't have an investor. I don't have an investor. I don't have a blah, 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 blah. And I said, yes, you don't. And you won't. And she was like, Kim, but you're so positive. I said, because you're telling your unconscious mind the wrong directive. Consciously, you don't have an investor. At this moment, consciously within your awareness, you're not aware of any person that is ready to invest in this multi-million dollar property. But unconsciously, you don't know. There are thousands and millions of people in this world, people that you're interacting with on a daily basis but if you put those blinders on of I don't have an investor, that's what you're going to see. If you put the blinders, the if you take the blinders away of I have an investor, I'm just not aware of them yet. 
How do I become aware of my investor? You change the question that you're asking yourself, you change the statement of what you're asking yourself, and you become aware of the person that you're seeking. Same thing is true in a dating or relationship. I, I can't find anyone to date. I don't, I, I'm not finding the perfect match for me. La, 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 la. You're putting those blinders on. You're basically tying the universe's hands behind its back and saying, this is what I'm focusing on. And what you focus on, you feed. So if you continue to focus on that, unless you take the blinders away and you say, how do I find the person? that I am supposed to attract, that's supposed to be my life partner and the love of my life? Or how do I become ready? You change the question, you change the statement, you change your focus and thus you remove those blinders. And what happened was once we worked together, once my uh, real estate investor client and I worked together, she attracted a client, uh, an investor within a week because she just changed what she was, the direction that she was saying to her unconscious mind. She said, I have an investor. I'm just not aware of him. Show me who he is. Show me who she is. So she allowed herself to find that investor because she took the blinders off. So give your unconscious mind clear orders. Tell it what you want. Your unconscious mind also, number 12, it controls and maintains all perceptions. So it receives and it transmits the perceptions to the conscious mind. So those times that you have that comparison syndrome or that fear of, I need some of my coffee. So those times that you have comparison syndrome or whatever, or you believe like, oh, other people are doing better than me, or they said something and it's a reflection of blah, blah, blah on me. That is the perception that it's being filtered through in your unconscious. And it's translating that to the conscious mind. And so you're focusing on that. And that's just a story that you're telling yourself. It's not necessarily the reality of what is. It's like that, that it's like when you have, uh, when you're dating, and you're dating somebody and suddenly you're like, well, I, I am, I tend to scare off people. I t tend to scare off the, the, the person that I'm not, or I'm not just not good socially. And so you get that perception, it, you translate it and then you project it out into the conscious world. And it's like when you are like, well, he's not calling me back. He's not calling me back. It goes back to focusing on what you want. Instead, you focus on, I am freaking worthy. I am enough. This is my perception. This is the, what I know is ultimately true rather than this crappy story that I've been telling myself that isn't working for me because obviously it isn't working because I'm not getting what I want. So you shift it and then you bring that story to consciousness and then that is what you start to attract into your life. Make sense? So. It, number 13, it generates, it stores, it distributes, and it transmits energy. This is why negative emotions, negative psychological thinking drag you down. There, uh, who was it? It wasn't a client of mine. It was a client of a colleague of mine. And he was like the, the 20, 2008 hit and he was in the financial industry and he's like, my colleague was like, how you doing? And he was like, I'm doing great. Business is booming. And my colleague was like, so what's going on? And the, his client just did not allow or tolerate the perception that because the economy was down, his business would be too. Because what that creates is a complex equivalence. It's based, it's like I said, a complex equivalence is basically comparing apples to oranges. Just because the economy is down, who says that also has to make your businesses down? Just because for other people in the industry that you're in, it's hard, quote unquote, does, who says that that has to be the same reality for you? Who says that? 
So that energy of your psychological thinking, negative psychological thinking, it drags you down rather than builds you up. So that's why focusing on what you want, focusing on how you want things to be, not only what you want, but how you want things to be. Like one of the mottos that I say for me is I'm willing to let this be easy because I used to have a belief, a limiting belief that I grew up with that was instilled in me since childhood of work is hard and it's, you got to work hard and you got to work long until you actually achieve what you want. And the thing is, is that that can be if that's what you focus on. When I shifted that belief, each month work started to become easier and my income started to become better. So I shifted and I started to have opportunities and interviews coming my way. And I'm like, okay, cool. You just shift your focus onto what you want it to be. I had to retrain, rewire my brain, rewire the message that I was telling myself in the past, my past story of work had to be hard. And when I thought that, it was. And it sucked. And it was draining. When I changed what I was saying to myself, when I changed the unconscious mantra that I had going on in my head, and when I catch myself when things get hard, I say my mantra of I am willing to let this be easy. I am willing to let this be easy. And suddenly little divine bits of inspiration come in of like, talk to this person, ask this person for a referral, reach out for this person, launch this, create this. That is the power of shifting your focus so that you can generate, distribute, and, trans and transmit better, more powerful, more positive energy to move you forward. It also maintains instincts and generates habits. So all your instincts, all your habits, they're all unconscious. So that's why your unconscious mind is also can be called your intuition. Uh, and it's those little intuitive hits that you get of like, oh, I should do this. Oh, I should maybe go there. Or, oh, I should not go here. Or, oh, I should not go down said dark alley with creepy man lurking at the end. Your habits are also all unconscious. The great thing is, is that your unconscious mind, it makes associations and it learns quickly. It also, you have to practice and which leads us into number 15, it needs repetition until that habit is installed. So you repeat, you repeat, you repeat, you repeat. And this is the part of the reason why addiction is so easy. Addiction in any way, workaholism, alcoholism, po even positive addiction, like, uh, like reading self-help books voraciously. Like that too, it's anything that you're kind of obsessed with can be constituted as an addiction. It can just be for a powerful positive thing like, ooh, personal development or something negative like smoking or drugs or whatever. Because the unconscious mind, it also, number 16, is programmed to continuously seek more and more. So the more, so there's something that's said in neuroscience, neurons that fire together, wire together. And I'm reading a fantastic book called Hardwiring Happiness that is literally about how the brain is working and firing as you have that your mind, which is not a tangible thing necessarily, uh, how the brain is developing. Like, get this, New York taxi cab drivers have I forget what part of the brain, but they have a certain part of the brain that connects us, like connects streets, like where you would know directions and things. That part of their brain is actually stronger and bigger than in a, most, the average Joe, you know, the average Joe, because they're constantly reinforcing that. So neurons that fire together, wire together. That's why if the more you seek out new information, 
personal growth, personal development, spiritual growth, you're going to get wired to focus on that more instead rather than other things. So, and that is why it's addiction in any forms because no matter what you're focusing on, you're feeding and those neurons are getting more and more wired to each other and connected because there's always more to discover. There's always more to do. So in doing any sort of addiction cessation, it's so key to understand this because you just got to unwire those, that clump of neurons, stinking neurons. So it also functions best as a whole integrated unit. I am not into creating different parts and having, to, that is what creates Lots of struggle in a lot of people's lives is, especially that I've worked with some women who are very, very skilled at adapting their certain parts of their personality. I used to be the same way in my past relationships. Certain parts of my personality I would show for said specific romantic relationship because I knew those were the qualities that they really wanted. And it was coming from a fear-based scarcity mindset that I couldn't be wholly loved as the amazing person that I am. So I would cut off parts of myself, like my weird and wacky side, or my goofy, some funny side, or my like really like voracious, sexy side, whatever it was, I would cut off parts of myself so that I wouldn't show that. And it would create parts in my relationship. And it there was, I, I was so lost in all these parts and all these roles that I had no idea who I was. So... It's best when you have your unconscious mind working as one whole integrated unit. It does not need parts to function. It is also symbolic. This is where your dreams come from. Your unconscious mind is where your dreams come from. It speaks in metaphors. It speaks in images. It, use, it uses and responds to symbols. That's why when you have crazy, wacky, funky dreams and you're like, I dreamt that, like, I have crazy, I love my dreams. Like, I love them and I'm like, they are just a wacky ride and it's so interesting to go in and, and dive in and figure out what they mean. One of the cool brain science tools that Jim Quick talks about because he is like the brain superpower coach to the X-Men, <laughs> to the, X, the, the cast of X-Men, like he's super cool. And one of the first things that he does in his morning routine is he work, he tries to remember all his dreams from the night before because his dreams, your dreams show you what your mind is working through at this moment. Your dreams show, like sometimes when I'm working with a client, they start to get wacky, crazy dreams, especially as they're approaching that next level. Ooh, or they, or they're get their sleep is getting interrupted because that they're like they're at, almost at that next level and they're about to like make that leap and their mind is like, ah, uh, I know how to survive on this level. Okay, what's it like? How do I process? How do I process getting there? So cool. It also, your unconscious mind, it takes everything personally. This is the basis of perception is projection. So. Perception is projection as it you only have so many bits of information that you can store consciously and that you can absorb per second. It's 134 bits of information per second. And if you want to know more about it, read the book Flow by Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi. And yet we are experiencing 11 billion bits of information per second. So what you see, what you perceive is not reality. It's your reality. It's 100% your reality. And the great news is, is that you have the ultimate power that you can change that by shifting your focus and shifting on which neurons you're allowing to fire together and wire together. Number 20, it works in the principle of least effort. So the unconscious mind has a couple of paradoxes. This is why, because it's continuously... Continuum, it's because the unconscious mind is programmed to continually seek more and more. This allows for the path of least resistance. So the more you're firing those neurons to like into personal growth and you're like, I'm going to grow myself. I'm going to learn authentically. I'm going to develop or whatever skill you're looking to develop or whatever skill you're looking or whatever habit or nasty habit you're looking to drop, your unconscious mind is going to 
work on the path of least resistance. So there might be some resistance in the initial stages of forming that habit. That's why it takes 30 days to build a habit because there's that initial resistance to build a habit. And actually it's, it's more like it takes 90 days because the first 30 days are the fighting period where your unconscious mind is going to want to take that path of least resistance. And you're like, no, 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 I'm growing. But by the way, any sort of growth, that you're doing, the more you train your mind to grow and get out of equilibrium and grow in a powerful, positive way, the stronger it is and the more courageous it's going to be and the better it's going to be at seeing those moments where you're like, no, 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 I'm going to be adopting a new habit. I'm going to be doing da -da -da -da, something new that's positive and amazing for me. When the more you train it to do that, the better it's going to be at accomplishing it, the better it's going to be at at making it happen because it's going to know that that in itself is a pattern that you can strengthen. That's why I encourage you to do an act of courage every day. Cause the first time you do an act of courage for the day, you're like, Oh, I don't know. Like that's scary. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can do this, but the more you train your brain that an act of courage a day is something that you easily and effortlessly do. And it's no biggie and, and you're totally cool with doing it once a day. And, and you strengthen that part of your brain, that part of your hardwiring so that it knows that you're totally safe. You're totally protected. You're totally good at doing this easily and effortlessly and you can make it happen. So that's why it will repeat habits that keep you alive versus installing new habits. And that's why there is this this fight whenever you look to install a new habit, whether if it's uh, 30 day, uh, you have that 30 day period where you're like, okay, I'm going to get up at five and go to the gym. Like I'm going to get up at five and go to the gym. Like this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get up at five and go to the gym. And the first few days you're like, oh God, this is exhausting. And then this, and then as you build into it, you start to get used to it. And then by third day 30, you're like, okay, cool. I can do this. The next 30 days are when you are just ingraining it. And you're like, no, this is not only my habit, my new habit. This is my pattern. This is my new jam. This is my lifestyle. The last one. And this is probably the most important directive of your unconscious mind. And we've already kind of touched on it, but that it does not process negatives directly. So this is why you need to tell your unconscious mind what you want. The more you go around telling your unconscious mind what you don't want or that things are hard or like nobody wants things to be hard. Nobody wants the economy to suck. Nobody wants the, the, uh, the the business, the environment, the whatever to be bad. Nobody wants that. But the more you focus on that, the more it's going to feed. And so the more you focus on what specifically you don't want, whether it's money being hard to come in or relationships being hard or how you struggle with um, communication or whatever it is, the more you focus on that, the more you're going to feed it because it does not, pro your unconscious mind does not process negatives directly. So a basic example that I like to give is don't think about chocolate. Just don't think about it. Don't think about chocolate whatsoever. Don't think about it. It's not on your mind. It's chocolate is not on your mind whatsoever. What do you want right now? Like, I'm like, the more I go down that rabbit hole, I'm like, I'm having C's candy for lunch. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I don't have it, but I just came from my grandma's house this past weekend and she has, she, she is the C's candy queen. So it does not process negatives directly. That's why you need to give, treat your unconscious mind like a toddler and tell it what specifically you want. This is one of the key things I have also with my parent clients because a lot of the time, we go into do's and don'ts with our kids, and I know because I have one. Uh, we go into do's and don'ts with our kids, and the don'ts the kids are like, you're like, don't run into the street to chase the ball, and they're like, suddenly five feet out into the street, and you're like, what? I just said don't do it. Well, right now, especially in the imprint period of the ages from zero to seven, this is when they are just like one giant unconscious mind. 
And so all they know are the commands. So you tell a kid not to do something, they're immediately going to go do it. It's not like it's, it's not even a question. They're going to do it. So one of the biggest reframes that I give to my parents and to my parent clients, for my parents too, because I have to tell them to, <laughs> to not do this with Declan, is to say that's a stop or stop rather than don't do that. Like Declan loves to throw his food on the floor. And instead of saying, don't do that, we say stop. Now it's taking some programming and some repetition because he's a giant unconscious mind right now. But it's better than constantly saying, don't do it because that's immediately the first thing that they're gonna do. So what are you telling your unconscious mind not to do? What are you focusing on? What are you feeding? Let me know in the comments. All right, cool. Yes. Oh, he didn't call me back. <laughs> Bonnie. Yes, nice one. Yes. When you focus on that, it starts to perpetuate the cycle. So break the cycle. Instead of saying he didn't call me back, you're like, I'm freaking awesome. He'll call me back if he's the right one. And if not, I'm going to find an amazing man who keeps in contact with me. Rock it out. So any questions about the amazing prime directives of the unconscious mind, let me know in the comments any questions of the unconscious mind. And do you feel like, tell me, what did you love about today's training? Tell me in the comments, what did you love about today's training? Because I want to know. I want to know what you loved about it. I want to know what your top takeaway was. I want to know what you are going to start focusing on 100%. No doubts about it. That is what you're focusing on because you're going to strengthen and reinforce that like a... That was motherfucker. But you're going to strengthen and reinforce that. You're going to keep that going. You're going to strengthen that like crazy. So write it in the comments, declare it. What is it specifically that you want? It can be an income goal. It can be a fantastic, amazing, soul-enhancing relationship. It can be a new job. It can be whatever. What specifically? I want you to declare what it is that you want. It can be to be a better person. It can be to travel more. It can be to ha experience freedom on a daily basis. Whatever it is, Train your brain to focus on that rather than all the lack. And it's, and I mean, train your brain. You got to work that thing out like you are taking it to the gym. And I literally, this is what I do on my runs. Like my runs, as I'm training for my marathon, I'm like, I'm willing for this to be easy. This is so easy. I can totally do this. I got this. Oh my gosh, I got this. I am so worthy of, of accomplishing this. I am so worthy of my goals. The, these goals that were put in, and inspired by the divine in me. I am, I am one with God and God is one with me and I am, and abundance is flowing in and I am so blessed with love. I am so blessed with abundance. I am so blessed with prosperity and I'm fucking unavailable for anything that's not profit or prosperity. That's what's going through my head at the end for 30 to 60 minutes for a run. Do you know how freaking empowered I feel and what I'm focusing on? And by the end, that's how I set up my day. Yes, Bonnie. Yes, I am freaking awesome. Yes. I see money, men knocking down my door. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Yes. Focus on that. Focus on what you want and repeat that constantly. Like you can manifest things like that. I manifested my husband within two hours. And the only thing that I said that was my like desire that I sent up to the universe, what I said, what I said, I want to be myself wholly, unapologetically, authentically me. It, there was nothing in there about a man. I said, I want to learn more about myself. I want to understand what my desires are. I want to, I want to shift my life. I want to know exactly what my calling, what my purpose, what, what I'm supposed to do on this planet is. I want, I want to try and I want to travel more. I said, I want to travel and I want to do, I, and I want to learn more about myself and be unapologetically, un, uh, not, uh, uh, totally authentically me. That was my prayer that I sent up to the universe. 
And within two hours, I met this guy named Spike. And the rest is history. And why? And Spike and I were just ruminating on this while on one of our walks in Santa Barbara. We were talking about this, and I said, you know, I find it interesting that none of that involved being in a relationship. None of what my desire was that I sent up to the universe that I, it was so from a place of just like, this is what I want, God. Like, this is what I want. Bring it here. <laughs> like, bring it in. And then I manifested this guy. And Spike and I were talking about it and I said, well, nothing will ever stretch you or grow you or make you understand yourself better than a romantic relationship. And especially if you have the, the right romantic relationship with somebody who's an amazing freaking cheerleader for you and who only wants to see you in your highest magnificence and only wants the highest and best for you and wants you to achieve all your dreams. Like when you find that person, that most, that amazing person who wants that for you so bad more than even you want it for yourself, whew, nothing will make you change faster. Nothing will make you learn more about yourself more. Nothing will challenge you more. So keep focusing on what you want. Focus on what you want and be clear and specific. Let your give your cut your unconscious mind some slack and have it have it stop running in circles like, do I run away from what you want? Do I run toward what you want? What do you want? Do you want to be out of debt? Or do you want financial prosperity? Like what is it you want? Give your unconscious mind a break. Let it run a straight freaking marathon all the way to the finish line of achieving your goals rather than having it run all amok in different circles. And on that note, as always, my fellow queens, own your throne, mind your business, make it rain. Let me know what you want in the comments below. Declare it to the universe. Be decisive. Make your decision. Make it happen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.